today's show, as always, sponsored by LivasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LivasaIslandApparel.com. Welcome everyone to the Balinesian Podcast, episode 52, sponsored by Levasa Island Apparel. Put on for the culture and catch the wave, www.levasaislandapparel.com. I am Lance Falitongo. And I am Mike Fiso. Welcome back, bro. Welcome. Good to be back. Had to take a week off, but I'm back. I'm recharged and I'm ready to discuss. We are going to be joined here by Forrest Dodalau. But before the Laker hater comes into the picture, let's talk some Lakers nuggets. How excited, worried, anxious, elated are you for this Western Conference Finals matchup between the Los Angeles Lakers and Denver Nuggets? Uh, Well, before we get there, let's just talk about how this last series ended. Like, I wasn't expecting the Warriors to just, like, lay down like that game six clay non-existent didn't show up he was not very good the whole series except for like one game um draymond green he should have been ejected honestly i can't believe they ejected dennis schroeder on some ticky tacky whack fouls that were like i've never seen someone get a ball shoved in their face and then they got ejected for it like that was wild to me (laughs) yo yeah that was the case of like the second guy getting called for the foul when the instigator is the one that should have, and then then they get away with it. But yeah, Dennis Schroeder, I thought that was going to be a problem. Like he was the one following Steph and kind of dogging them the whole game, but turned out all right. The, the Warriors pulled their starters with uh, less than four minutes to go in the game in a, a in an elimination game. That was, what is that? Steve Kerr was just like, come on guys, we don't got it tonight. Just go ahead He's and like, yeah, I don't think the refs are going to the whole all the Warriors fans are just saying that it's rigged because they're not getting to shoot a lot of free throws. But I'm like, you guys aren't taking any shots near the basket. That's yeah. where all the free throws are occurring. Like they're they're on the outside. And Curry has had like a couple three point and ones. So I'm like, yeah, you're not going to get fouled. You're not going to get as many fouls on the perimeter as you do in the paint. So, yeah, I was looking, sometimes they would show the graphic and show the big difference uh, in the number of free throw attempts between the Warriors and the Lakers. But yeah, you're, they're not like a layup or a driving shot kind of team. They're a jump shot outside perimeter team that's not going to draw as many fouls and not going to go to the line as much. That's just, to me, that was pretty logical. So I was like, yeah, so that's I'm not like, that's the rest thing being, to- yeah, that's, Come on now. Thor losers. Four rings. (laughs) So, oh, that guy that ran up the uh, steps was like, count him, four rings. And everyone in the Laker, all the Laker fans were like, what is four? The boy stopped. (laughs) Um, I like Steve Kerr's post game. He was like, we're not a, you know, we're not a championship team. Uh, And give the Lakers credit. Feels like a, yeah. He didn't make excuses. He knew like his team wasn't wasn't a championship roster, or at least so uh, about, what they were doing. Talk about the Lakers. 
Oh, man, we were trying to get through the Lakers without this guy jumping on. Forrest Dudelow. <laughs> What's up, Coach? Welcome in. What's up, man? Yeah, we're, uh, we're talking about the Lakers uh, beating the Warriors and moving on to the Nuggets. So it was fun. <laughs> but now we're uh, – I, I am a little worried about the uh, this Nuggets series coming up and Jokic. Um, you should be as a Lakers fan. The yeah, Lakers worrisome. Be? What was that? You said Lakers fans should be worried. Yeah, only because, uh, man, uh, you saw, and the, I'm not comparing DeAndre Ayton to AD because Ayton's a talented player in his own right, but he's not AD. But AD is okay. I won't say soft because he he balls, but he is a little light, and Jokic is a big man, so. You know, very skilled big man. Sorry. Very, very skilled big man. And a big man. Like, he's a solid dude. And, what, seven foot and can pass, like, a point guard. and Right. Can he shoot threes? Can Jokic shoot threes? Yes. Oh, he can. He'll he'll bust one when you need him to. If he's open, then he'll make it. Not even. Like, because you know how he shoots? He got, like, that little Sombor shuffle where he – he like shoots it off the opposite foot. You think he's gonna shoot it off of? Oh, so it's yeah. like his the timing kind of messes up the defender. But yeah, he just be like, like over his head, which is like seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I already gave you the I gave you the NBA script. You know, what I mean, they they couldn't give him the MVP for the season because they gave it to him twice. So uh, just to rectify that, they're gonna give him the Finals MVP and the championship. Conspiracy theory. Finals MVP in place of the regular MVP? No. Yeah. He's going to have to earn it. I feel like this Lakers team is going to put up a fight. Oh, no, definitely. Any team with LeBron on is going to put up a fight. It's not get, we're not going to pull our starters. Like, this. No. Well, I don't know. I don't know. No. Maybe LeBron guards Jokic a little bit. See how that fares. <sighs> Yeah, I feel like LeBron gonna... took this series off guarding Draymond. Like him and Draymond LeBron, were just chilling yeah. in the corner a lot. LeBron like, gotta, yeah. LeBron's got to be able to play defense before he can pick a move. Well, that was the thing. Like he got to chill on Draymond and then like jump in to help a lot. I don't think. I mean, is there somebody on the Nuggets that you know LeBron can kind of chill on defensively and and help and make those you know those uh those their offense. Their offense is like everybody's always moving. It's nobody's really standing unless you're like a shooter. But even if you're a shooter, you still got to move through the offense for you yeah. to get your open shot. So I think it's going to be a lot of switching, honestly, and or maybe like a zone. I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard matchups for sure. You're saying the, the this Nuggets team moves around more on offense than the Warriors team that we just saw? Oh, yeah, because everyone on the – Everyone on the Nuggets is like an offensive weapon, whereas, you know, you had Looney and Draymond on the Warriors. Like, they're only going to do something with the ball, usually, like, right next to the basket. Don't really have to worry about them outside 15 feet. Um, They got, like, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray. um, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, yeah, geez Louise. Aaron Gordon, that's crazy. Plumley, Mason Plumley, I think. (laughs) 
and the elevation is on their side as well. They're oh, a mile shit. high city. That's true. Okay, so the Lakers are definitely going to have like a endurance task, like running around guarding this Nuggets team compared to the team they just beat. Yeah, as, I think so. As, Forrest, as a basketball coach, if you're playing against a team that moves around a lot, how are you defending that without like wow. tiring out your whole squad and, and giving up some offense? You got to check everybody that comes to the lane. Like they got to make sure that anytime somebody's trying to run through a lane, that they're getting potty. Like, you know, just, just as if they're going to try to make you run around and that's their physical part of the game, then you're going to have to be physically tough with them and make sure that they feel you every time they try to run through a lane. You're going to bump them, you know, you're going to push them out. You just, you have to muscle them up. So that way, that if they're trying to make you tired, you're going to make them hurt. They're going to think twice about running through. I, do you think the Lakers have the personnel to do that? No. Hater. Mike, how are the Lakers going to do this? They're soft, bro. <laughs> we got to use – we got to go deep into our guards, I think, because, like, other than D'Lo, maybe Lonnie Walker, I don't really trust any of the guards to really be that impactful. Like, someone like Troy Brown, we need him in there to do exactly what Forrest just said. Make them feel you. Like, if they're going to be running around, like, you're going to have to – be bumping yeah, them every time them. they come to the lane. We've got to use all of the six fouls of our all our bench players. Yeah, slow okay. the game down. You slow Def- the game down to your face. Definitely slow the game down. I feel like yeah. the Lakers are going to try to be slow on offense and uh yeah, also stout on defense so the, the Nuggets aren't getting these quick, easy, wide open baskets. I feel like they make a couple passes and they have someone just wide open for either a jump shot or even a layup. Um, but that was just the seeing the Nuggets in action this last series versus who do they play? The Suns? Yeah. All right. So Monty Williams, Suns. <laughs> Monty Williams deserved to get fired? No, not at all. None of these coaches that got fired so far, I don't think deserve to get fired. I mean, who knows they've won a championship not too long ago. Oh, these are of all coach, coach of the, of the year. years. Yeah, yeah, coach of the yeah. years have been fired. But you got uh, KD, you got Devin Booker. What were? Aren't wait, you supposed to get to the finals? What were the Suns? What were the Suns before Monty Williams? Bums. Uh, Irrelevance. Yeah, they like they, they were, were in like that. They oh, after the, the Steve Sarver. Nash period. They were like, look, I understand that you have to go out on the court and you have to perform, no matter who your coach is on the sideline. But whoever's teaching you stuff, you know they. They've got to know their stuff. Monty Williams is, I mean, even when he was an assistant coach, well, hell, he was a hell of a player too. So, I mean, that sucks. I mean, and I know it's a, it's a show me uh, league right now, you know, like a show me now league, not what you've done. But, yeah. I, I mean, that's tough. He's, he's gotten them to, uh, he's gotten them deep into the, into the playoffs the last, what, three seasons, four seasons? Yeah, I mean, he was in the championship two yeah. years ago with yeah. against the Bucks. Um, I think it's because of the new ownership that Matt Ishiba guy. I feel like it was like, no, totally. all right, this is like a prove it year, and you have to do better than you did last year, two years ago. 
which would only be like if you don't win a championship, we're gonna let you go. So I, I, and they gave him, I mean, I know it was midseason, but they gave him KD this year. So I definitely the expectations were a lot higher than so they cut, when they he cut turned K- around they, a twenty win team. KD. They cut KD because he didn't do nothing. Then what? he'll go to Denver. That's not they what cut KD. <laughs> cut KD. What, you he, what did he do to cut KD? Yeah. It, why would you fire Monty Williams? Cut KD. What did he do when CP was out? I I don't know. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's an option at all. To yes. Cut Kevin Durant. I mean, yeah. does he have like a contract coming up? Like he traded some he picks for him years, too. Right? You gotta like trade trade that bitch. Trade. I mean, I'm sure they Denver. could find somebody to uh to tr- to trade with to, that would want KD. There's a lot of teams that would. The, the toughest road. Um, so what? Lakers in five. Lakers in six. Lakers in six. We'll do it at crypto. All right. If if Lakers if Lakers have a chance, it's gonna go to seven. Yeah, I'd say I, I'm thinking seven. It's like these are the conference finals from the bubble. Exact same teams. Yeah. Yeah. And Denver, and you know, Denver lost the last time. Yeah. So not only does Denver have, you know, they have a better team. They're healthier. They have a, a healthier Jamal Williams, or Jamal Murray, sorry. Um, Aaron Gordon will be a factor because they did, you know, he's uh, assimilated now into the team. Michael Porter's uh, healthy or healthier. Um, so they're a different team, you know. And like Mike said, it is the Western Conference Finals. So each team is going to play a little harder. But mm-hmm. I just feel like. Denver might still have a chip on the shoulder from the last time they played in the conference finals. I hope not. So, they hope lost four one. Right. So it's going to be a good series. LA can win it, but I think LA is going to have to go the long route and go seven games. And win in Denver a mile up. Yes. All yes. right. All right. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I was worried the about this uh, this last Warrior series. Um, I mean, losing in San Francisco and then coming back to crypto, if the Lakers would have lost game six and then headed back to San Francisco, definitely would have been worse. Um, but they were able to step out, take care of business in game six, and now we're moving on to the Nuggets. Very exciting. Who would have thought? Only Kendrick Perkins, right? Kendrick Perkins is the only one who said <laughs> Yo, Lakers are out, to the Western Conference Finals. Shout out Big Perk, who after the Raider or the Lakers traded for Rui, D'Lo, uh, Malik Beasley, he was like, they could Kendrick make Gale. it to the Western yeah. Conference Finals. And everybody laughed at him. Richard Jefferson, Malika Andrews, pull the tape back up, all right? Don't laugh. Big Perk. Shout out Big Perk one time. Um, the only time, yeah. Uh, no shout outs to John Moran's friends for oh always uh, recording him when he has a gun in his hand. What is happening? Uh, John Morant, I think, was suspended. Was it what is the latest on, on, on John? It's I gonna mean, be a lengthy suspension right now, it's indefinite, man. Such a, I don't know. You went through rehab, which you shouldn't have in the first place. You should just, they should have suspended him for the whole year. Um, came back, made promises, 
apologized to people, apologized to his fans, played the role real good through the season, and then like a dumbass, goes out with his friends, listens to some trap music, and decides that he's gangster all of a sudden. Again, man, that's tough. Yeah, uh, recorded on a friend's Instagram live in their car. Uh, they not your friend. Over... <laughs> yeah, it's recorded yeah, in somebody's that's not car. Your uh, pans that's not over your real quick to John Morant to show his followers, hey, John Morant's in my car, and John Morant has a pistol for a split second uh, before the camera turns away real quick. Um, freeze frame that, and people are like, that is obviously a pistol in his hand. Um, some people have said, Hey, this is America. We we have guns. We we obviously the country has the Second Amendment. And in your personal time, should it be like something where you get in trouble if you have a gun? Like someone was like, "What's the big deal?" The NBA has a player conduct policy where you're not allowed to have any deadly weapons and not to be you're not allowed to be around guns or anything like that. The people, league, people the forget. teams don't want to deal with that. With no, what goes around, forget. like flashing guns on social media. Yeah, people forget that it's a job that you have to abide by the oh, yeah. rules of the NBA. They're your employer. People think that that uh, you play the NBA, you get drafted. That you know, what I mean, you follow the rules of the team where the team is from. But no, the league is your boss. And they, I mean, and is he not an idiot for thinking that they weren't going to be watching him after the first incident? <laughs> like. Did he think, ah, this is my friend's Instagram. They won't catch me on here. Yo, definitely you see a camera, put the gun away. Like, if you're right. already, like, having no, issues he... with toting guns on social no, media, Lance. if you see a camera, no, put sir. the gun down. Don't put it up towards your head. No, Lance, don't pick up the gun in the first place. I'm saying okay, that's also... obviously not what's happening, right? He played the role that he was not no, having guns no. and stuff, but they was just keeping it she... quiet. Why does he have pussy thing? guns too? His gun is look like it's a, a weak ass gun, man. It's a water pistol, man. That thing's shooting fucking eraser heads, man. You need him to have like a long clip and a Something. <laughs> no, some that's... Damon Arnett style. <laughs> that's, a, that's all I want to say. That, that's not Damon Arnett, man. He's not out there with <laughs> AKs and shotguns telling people you come to their house. But you know what? John's friends are even worse. Like, if, even if you're with him like that. Why would you put it? Do you know he has the gun? Why would you even flash the camera his way? Yeah, <laughs> you know. I like, mean, that's that was a clout chasing move, right? That was like, hey, look, John Moran's in my car. Definitely. Right? But if that's hey. your homie, you should already be. People already know who you are. If you're, if you're really his homie. If Maybe it wasn't. Maybe job. it was a part timer that was like, I got to cash in right now. I got Memphis's what? finest in. My front seat. I need to. Hey, look at me, guys! Oh shit, he has a gun. Well, there was just a school shooting in Tennessee, right? Maybe they were looking for shooters. No, yeah, for the shooters. Another school? No, No, they were they were looking to protect. You know, like Batman, Robin, and them. No. (laughs) Do we have too many guns in the country? Now, see, no, this is going to be a different conversation. (laughs) That's a whole different conversation because. I mean, I, I do believe in your bear, uh, your right to bear arms. I know that's not going to go over with a lot of people, but I think I mean, that I think that amendment has been like you taken out of context. Right, right, right. 
to make it seem like we should be able to have military you know weapons let's, on the streets. Let's not go that route because we're going to spend like four hours talking. <laughs> but um, John no, needs to I stop. Mean, His quote unquote friends not, need to stop. Yeah, he, you got to have people like, how do you not have people? I'm pretty sure he does, but he's not paying attention to that. But like, you got to have people who are actually looking out for you. Like, there's got to be someone genuine out of this going telling him like this. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of dudes like that hang out with thugs or, or like dudes from their hood that are, that don't act like that. Because why? Because the dudes in the hood protected them and made sure that they didn't have to act that way. You know? Those, those were the good dudes. Like, how you not have big homies from your hood telling you not to do it or telling the other dudes not to do it? Because he grew up in the how suburbs. You, <laughs> how do you not have your how do you not have Usher's twin telling you you're doing the wrong thing? Like, you know what I mean? Your dad over here trying to get with women at the game instead of T looking out for you. Yeah. T Grizzly. Right. Trying to be a friend instead of a father. Yeah, everybody's catching exactly. in on wait, so wait, T Morant was part of the suburb life too? And now he's had like, to be, right? <laughs> I mean, he may, maybe he came from, you know what I mean, the gutter, but I mean, but that's the whole thing. If you, if you were, now you're not. Why would you go back to it? Like, come yeah. on. I need to Don Moran, oh, definitely yeah. a young, talented star and basketball player, and we need better decision making uh, with him and by him. Definitely. Right, like if you, oh, if you and Mike were if I found you and Mike or like Sheffa and, and and Marcus on camera doing that or like Nolan Jr. or what, you know, the first thing I'm doing is driving to your house, sniping the shit out of you, telling you not to do it. And then I'm going to explain to you why you should do it. And you know what I mean? And just like, man, remove you from that situation. That's what I want. How come there's no one on his team removing him from that situation? Okay. What's uh what's the answer to to this latest uh event with John Morant? What do you think? Uh, he don't care. Kick him out for a year. Suspended for a year. Long suspension, yeah. lengthy lengthy suspension. At least half the season. At least. Yeah. I mean, see how he likes it. It's if that's the image you're trying to portray, though. You know, right? Then go then, do it. Then, but even for yeah. the NBA, at the NBA standpoint, they're like, if they're definitely not about it, so. They have to make like an example. Feel like there's an there's an interview for, uh, with the OG from his book, and he's saying stuff like, "Yo, tell job to come meet up with me, and not on some animosity shit, on some real hungry shit." So we can talk. He's like, "But I said, job, I'm gonna do it. He stopped having that life." You know what I mean? He said, "But he said, said, that again? He, said he, he said to have job uh, have a meetup with him on some like big homie stuff, not on no animosity, nothing like that. He's not trying to like." Uh, like, uh, extort him or anything like that. But he was also saying that, like, he's a real crip, and the crips are like, you know, you want to end up paying the crips for the rest of your life because you're out here throwing up their sets. So now you're repping them, you're gonna have to pay them because you you didn't get jumped into the set. You know, you're out here representing like you got jumped to the set. And so the, the dude from one of the um, one of the hoods in Memphis was like, yeah, have him meet up with me so I could tell them all about it. You know, and let him know what he's doing wrong. But he's like, but y'all won't do that. <laughs> but he's not going to do that. Nice. Um, 
hey, thoughts and prayers for John Morant. I hope uh, I hope it all goes well for you. Um, I do want to say, I do want to say, man, I hope Nike feels stupid now that they did that to Kyrie. They didn't do it to John. Oh, Nike still has uh, John Morant as a uh, player, a signed player, yeah. but they let Kyrie yeah. go? Yes. You think Nike it should drop? You think Nike should drop uh, or pick back up Kyrie or drop job? I think they should at least suspend, bro. Take some money away from me. They should put little bullets on the end of the shoelaces. Little casings for the 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 shoelets, the eyelets. There you go. You know, there's someone someone on that Nike team that had that idea. (laughs) Like a dumbass. Had to. It's not the uh, it's, it's, not, drawn it's not up. the climate. It's not the climate. You can't be selling shoes with casings on it when it's the leading cause of death and children in America. <clears throat> uh, here we go. NFL schedule release was this last oh, week. Oh. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. The win loss. I realize win loss projections <laughs> at this point in the season is kind of a fruitless exercise because we're all like, well, seventeen and zero, plus, plus yeah. three extra wins in the playoffs, undefeated yep. Super Bowl, and yep. that's what I feel like. That's kind of part of the emotion that the NFL schedule release captures and taps into is that at this point in the season, anything can happen. We just got a bunch of draft picks. We just finished free agency contracts are being determined and kind of figured out by this point it's time for preseason it's time for training camp rookie camp all the sorts of content that's going to come out from our teams this is the beginning and the breeding of a championship year that each and every one of us believes our team is about to embark on um but looking at this at the schedule I won't ask you guys, you know, how many wins necessarily you think is going to be, but what interests you about the schedule of your teams um, and going through uh, your guys' schedules? Are there any nuggets um, or special things that you think can kind of sway the season um, for your guys' teams? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and start with the Chargers, 17-0, 3-0 in the playoffs, Super Bowl, right. Uh, the Chargers open the year versus the Dolphins and then have uh, three games uh, versus the Titans, Vikings, and Raiders in week four uh, before going into a week five bye. So that's not the, the toughest start to a season, but it is a very early bye, uh, which I personally think uh, messes with like a team's injury rating later in the season. Um, like I'm sure guys are more wanting a buy later in the season than they are, you know, after just the first month. But I mean, I'm sure guys are going to be banged up early. But yeah, I'd much rather have a have the buy in the middle of the season or you know, week twelve, thirteen, whatever the later parts are. That way, you can kind of have that rest before starting on like a playoff push. Um, the Chargers. If you're like a, if you want to sleep in, the Chargers are your team. The Chargers only have four games this season that start on the early a.m. window. Only four games that start at 10 a.m. The rest of them start at 1 p.m. Uh, or are primetime games. Um, a third of the season is on primetime for the Chargers. If you like like nighttime games, 
uh, Monday night football, Sunday night football, Thursday night football. We even got a prime game at the end of the season. Um, so definitely the Chargers are going to be like a uh, – they're going to be seen a lot. They're going to be on – like a lot of people are going to be watching the only game that's on. And the biggest takeaway for me is the, the end of the season. The last five weeks are um, versus Denver at Vegas versus Buffalo – at Denver, and then versus Kansas City. So four division games in the last five weeks, and the only non-division game is versus the the Buffalo Bills. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. Do you guys have any questions about the Chargers uh, schedule? (laughs) Uh, I mean, they're setting you guys up for those last five weeks to really matter for the AFC West, and I'm sure Forrest has – more to add from that since he's coming from AFC West Town too, right? Oh, you already know. That, I mean, I know Lance is predicting 17-0, but they're most likely going to be 15-2 if anything. I know that. Uh, at, at best? Yeah, at best. I mean, you guys are going to lose on the 1st of October and the 14th of December, so that's <laughs> tough for you guys. I apologize. That's a Thursday night. Our second one is a Thursday night game. But it's in um, it's in Vegas. I, but see, the, like that's exciting because it's a Thursday game, and I predict both teams will have at least a good enough record not to be uh, canceled out. But um, yeah. anything can happen. Like you know, those primetime games because maybe there's a more meaningful game. Uh, then we might be like canceled out on the Thursday night game. But that's gonna be <laughs> exciting. Do you really think they're exciting. gonna go seventeen to zero? Is that your very your Real prediction right now. No. Give me give me the real one, man. I know. Let the logic take over now. <laughs> <laughs> man, the 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 Chargers on in Vegas are ten and a half wins. And I'm the taking the series over. was split last season. So they're at ten and a half and I can't take the over. I feel jaded as a fan, though, because I'm looking at the schedule and I don't necessarily see six losses. But I don't put it past the Chargers to lose some of these games. Uh, primetime, our primetime games versus Dallas. That's a winnable game. Yeah, we'll win that game at Bear or versus Bears. Oh, yeah. Four out of the six primetime games are at home. So I feel like the Chargers are going to have popular games in favorable situations, but they might not be as good a team as they look. That's fair. But yeah, again, I also feel that that's just past Charger history, not letting me see like a really good 12 and five season. Like not being able to let it go. I feel it. Yeah, I say ten and seven. Ten and seven, and if we don't win, I mean, if we don't get a bunch of division games, one and sweep the Chiefs, then we're in the wild card. So yeah. I would take the under on that. Damn. Oh. That sounds tough when it's out in the air like that. It's all logic. <laughs> no, it, but that ain't that ain't even logic. That's just past performance history factoring in. Um, do you have a, uh, a look for the Raiders? What are your, what, what is the schedule looking like? Well, easy. 
Easy schedule, 17 and 0. 17 and 0. That's every year. Every year, 17 and 0. Good to see. Um, I'm glad that we have Buffalo and Pittsburgh early. So it's not going to be because uh, we play at, at, at Buffalo. So it's not going to be cold as shit. Uh, so that's good. That's good for uh, the Las Vegas Raiders not playing in uh, 1,500 inches of snow in Buffalo where you have to mm. build your seat in the stands. Where you have to dig your snow. car out after? Yeah. Right. Um, again, like, I know you make it to the NFL teams are tough. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Of course, you're going to have bad teams, but they're still tough to play. But I always feel like division games are always going to be a lot tougher uh, in the division games. So I always look forward to watching uh, them play the Chargers, the um, Chiefs. Uh, those are also games that I think are going to be real tough for us. One, you're trying to win your division, if anything. And two, I mean, those are – the Chiefs especially have been rivals, and so have the Chargers. They've always been good games. So those are the, those are the games I'm looking forward to. Four, um, four of your last six are – uh, division games. Chiefs, yeah. you get the bye week Chiefs. in 13, Chargers in Chargers week 15, Chiefs in week 16, and right the after. So the Broncos, like, I'm not going to say they're not good, I, like, but just they were pretty bad last year. They are better this year, I think, on paper. Um, and I'm not one of, I'm not a, I'm not one of those guys that counted uh, Russell Wilson out. I think uh, we'll give him the transition. You know, uh, I think he's going to come out better. I think he's a better quarterback than he was last year. So I think uh, they're going to be better just based on that. So, Did you guys uh, pick up another quarterback at all in the draft or after the draft? Aiden O'Connell, we drafted him, I think, in the seventh round uh, out of Purdue. Uh, not the same year that uh, people were thinking they were going to pick up in the draft, but uh, he does a lot of things that I think McDaniel quarterbacks do, uh, more of a game manager. So, you know, it'll be a piece that they use at some time. But the hope is that Jimmy Garoppolo can stay healthy while he's with the Raiders. Or he's bad enough that you get Caleb Williams. Oh, you know, but also, I'm not that dude either. Like, I'm not waiting for us to be like, I don't want to go into next year's draft or into this year's season hoping to be number one in next year's draft. You know, like, I get the sad season. Right, right. I get the kid is good, but I don't know anybody like anytime I go into like a a, a Raiders uh, uh, room and listen to all these comments, I, it's it's funny, man. It's, oh, uh, this would be able to get Caleb Williams this year. Why? Well, I mean, even if you even if your team is so bad that maybe they don't win any games, I mean, you still can't just be like, oh, I, I can't wait to get Caleb Williams. There still has to be other stuff in the season to look forward to, like. I can't wait to see uh, Tyree Wilson put Justin Herbert on his ass. You know, uh, I can't wait to see uh, Marcus no. Peters, as soon as they sign him, pick off uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you know, I can't wait for Garoppolo to be healthy the whole season and uh, play the way he's played when he's healthy for a whole season. Or Josh Jacobs to go over Thousand yards on purpose this year, not just running the first Sorry, how many yards did you say for Josh Jacobs? Two thousand, two thousand. 
Three K. No. What? <laughs> I don't think that has ever happened before. Josh Jacobs. Of course is- it. Of course it hasn't. But I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Josh Jacobs Filipino? Shout out to my Filipinos. Yes. Hey. Yeah. There you go. Me and him are kindred. You know, we're all kindred. So I mean, uh, and Devontae. I mean, I hope they don't trade Hunter Renfro because the way I see it, him, Devontae Adams, and Jacoby Myers. Man, that that's that receiving board is nice. And they got my guy from Notre Dame who's gonna come in, probably sit for a week and end up starting by week two, yeah. Michael Mayer. So I mean, if there was places to be worried about, it'd be their O line, because they're not solidified on that right side yet. Neither guard nor tackle uh is set. I know uh Illuminor is gonna play either one uh, left guard or tackle. But they're not sure yet. He wants to play tackle. He said that he's looking forward to him and Coach Miller being the best dual tackle in the league. And that's good. That's what you want to hear from guys that are playing on the team. That's what you want. You know what I mean? You don't want to go into the year like, oh well, if I play guard, that's cool too. No, you want if he wants to play tackle, that's the confidence you need to to have. Like competitive nature. Like I'm a fight for this spot. Right, right. And so and then uh, of course, uh, there were games last year where we just got torched in the uh, defensive backfield. So I know a lot of people are saying Marcus Peters isn't saying that for that ACL, but he's still Marcus Peters, so I'm hoping they sign him because they can either play him at safety too. Um, uh, they do have a a, a mm. rising superstar in uh, in Hobbs, but he plays he plays nickel. I know it's hard for people to be like you said, superstar. Rising superstar. Nate Hobbs. Nate Hobbs. Nate Hobbs. Rising superstar. Ah. I didn't say he was a superstar yet. I said rice. <laughs> yeah, but there oh. it goes star and then superstar. Is nah, he already a skip- star? You're skipping yeah. star? No, he's a star, man. In the I look at the stats. He's the best uh nickel cornerback, I think. Uh so far. Oh, and that and that's what I I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna look yeah. at the stats. Hey, don't do that. I was just kidding. But uh, I know a lot of people. I know there's there's still a lot of guys that they could pick up. But um, I also I also believe in scheme uh, when you're playing sports. And a lot of the guys they're picking up now, I think, are guys that Patrick Graham is picking out personally because there's things he wants to be able to do in his defense. He plays a lot of man uh, and. So I think he's picking a lot of guys that have been fit into his scheme better than uh, the guys he had last year. Not to say that the guys he had last year were crappy, they just they didn't work the scheme well. So, you know, uh, realistically, because I know Mike's going to ask, about uh, 10, 7 maybe. I mean, uh, yeah, 12 and 5 maybe, you know. I'm looking so, over the see- Raiders. Over under game win total. I don't believe in those. It's a seven and a half. Hmm. That's oh, over. Oh, yeah. Yes. Eight, eight wins? <laughs> eight and nine at the least? Yeah. Okay. Um, We're getting 12. But, We're getting 12. Nice. Let's, uh, let's see what the Seattle Seahawks schedule is looking like. Mike, what are the 12s um, feeling? 
Our first game is against the Rams at home. So I think they're shit. We also have a bye week <laughs> in the fifth week. So we start Rams, Lions, Panthers, Giants. I say it's possible that we can go into our bye week 4-0. Um, I am worried, though, so far about our defense. It's, like, really bad. Even though we added some some key players, but until they get on the field, I I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I'm praying for the best, but I'm prepared for the worst. What is um, what is the biggest deficiency on the Seahawks defense? You guys just took Devin Witherspoon with the first round pick. Still our D line and even our linebackers. They're, Bobby Wagner's back, man. He's back. He's back. <laughs> how much how much do you expect from Bobby Wagner uh, this uh, season? I think he'll be an above average linebacker. He's not as quick as he was, and that wasn't even quick before, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like Fred Warner is the next evolution after yeah, Bobby oh, sure. Wagner and then and then Fred Warner's like Bobby Wagner evolves it too. <laughs> Fred Warner. So Fred, uh, Fred Warner's the prototypical linebacker think, now. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, yeah. He can cover, so, can hit. Yeah, can stop the run, defense. fill the yeah. hole. Um, so I think the the Seahawks is eight and a half wins. I say over. I'm also gonna say over. I think like ten, eleven wins is very possible. If we play perfect football, twelve wins. And the NFC West. <laughs> perfect football. Perfect football gets you the division. NFC crown. West. Yep. Uh, are, are, are you worried about the decline of uh, of your quarterback? No. Nah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm a big fan of Big Cock Drew Locke. So, fucking <laughs> Missouri's finest. You can put guy. him in, or no, his horse cock. Horse cock lock. That's what they used to call him at the Broncos. Um, I think he can do it too. But I, I, I have faith, Gino. Well, he just has to perform like he did last year, just a little less turnovers. Mm-hmm. And I think we have playmakers. We have like three mm-hmm. solid running backs, three really good receivers. Tight end game is mid, I guess. But yeah, our secondary solid. It's linebackers, D linemen. Um, we just signed an XFL player from the Seattle Sea Dragons, Austin uh Falu. Nice. Uh he's a D lineman, I believe. Um so, so Yo, he, he played he played for the Seattle XFL team, the Sea Dragons? Yes. And then the and... Seattle Seahawks brought him in for a tryout and then signed him. Yep. Even Let's their quarterback. Oh, their quarterback wonder, is Russell's if, backup. Nice. I wonder if XFL is going to become like the farm league for the NFL, like the G League. Well, I mean, I know the NBA created the G League. That'd be dope if the XFL. I think they should. Team. Like, yeah, I think they absolutely should. The XFL and the USFL. I mean, even right. if the arenas. I mean, I guess they don't pull from arena league like that. But the NFL doesn't have a farm system outside of college football. But there, right. that's like a, there's a time limit. There's like, can you get into a school to play like that? Like right. having a semi, having a lower professional tier well, yeah, football I league. Think, I, 
I huge think for development. Yeah, I think they're the next tier after. I think it goes XFL, USFL, CFL. So does the NFL buy them? You think? Does the oh. Uncle Rock come out? Does Uncle Rock yeah, become be one of the fucking presidents of the of the NFL? Hey, I uh, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. I'm interested to see uh, how the Rock is gonna like his career is gonna turn. Right. Man, like, I feel like he was the... setting up for some of that some... Black Adam DCU story for like the next couple of years, and now he's got some free time. It's like my schedule's open. <laughs> let's let's, right. let's start a football league. He's probably going to end up buying like DC Comics or something, and turn himself like. Hey, I'm gonna put myself in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, hey, shout out to Jordan Tamu and uh, yeah. Peter Tomitiel uh, for. Uh, Defensive uh defensive player of the year and offensive player of the year in the XFL this year. Shout out to those guys, man. They were both both uh are veterans of the NFL, so uh hopefully they make it back. Jordan is uh <laughs> local boy out of Pearl City High School. So shout out to you, Jordan. I was looking up the the XFL um like postseason stuff and like when the times were and they were like, We just released our offensive and defensive player awards and I was like, they're both Samo. <laughs> They're yep, both yep. Islanders. I was like, "Oh, Dwayne, Dwayne, this is too quick. You did it too fast. <laughs> Chill out, bro." <laughs> hey, but hey. The, a lot of people are getting signed out of the XFL, which is crazy. Like, yeah, like I said, yeah. Ben DiNucci, the quarterback for the Seattle oh, yep. Sea Dragons, he's Russell Wilson's backup. I also think I mean, one of the running backs too got drafted or not drafted. DiNucci signed. was with the uh, Cowboys. The Cowboys, wasn't yeah. He? yeah. So, ben there's DiNucci. a lot of talent out there. Yeah, there's. There's definitely NFL talent in the in the XFL, and I think that's why a lot of people rank the XFL the next tier of uh, the football league after the NFL, just of the amount of NFL talent that's there. Uh, yeah, Martavius Bryant even plays a uh, huge pretty dope for a little bit. I mean, Terrell Owens is still playing football somewhere. You guys seen those clips? Like, yeah, there's there's yeah. still talent definitely out there in these yeah. leagues, and I feel like these these opportunities are going to you know. Put if on you, uh, get put on tape, and the NFL is going to be making a lot of calls yeah. and pulling guys up from these different leagues. Did, so. did you guys happen to catch uh, Brandon Marshall lobbying uh, Aaron Rodgers to be a to, fucking the Jets tight end to get back on the inside? This is what I'll give you: thirty plays a game, forty-five catches, eight touchdowns, and a winning spirit. And I was like, when were you winning, like, bro? Get out of here! That's what waste of a contract. <laughs> yeah, it's a waste of a roster spot, definitely. He's like, oh, I'll play man. tight end for you. Brandon. Uh, what are the chances <laughs> that the Jets are dog water next year, guys? What do you think? That they go nah, under? You know, I don't think they go under, but do you have I the over under for the Jets uh win total? Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. I think it's like is it isn't it like nine? Forrest, you don't think the Jets could crash? Man, you know what? I Yeah, nine point five. Yeah, you got to get ten I, I, wins to win that bet for the over. I, I think they can, but I know I they're going to lose. No, I know they lose November twelfth. That's guaranteed. So and they play in the Raiders. They, yeah, they lose November twelfth. So I mean, so sixteen um, and one. I I am I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan, but I do still believe that he can play. Uh, I love Garrett Wilson. I think the kids are stud. Out there at wide receiver, also um, their running back, uh, 
we talk uh, out of BYU. He was good last year until he got hurt. Like, he looked like he was going to just rip through the league for a little yeah. bit, then he got hurt. Um, uh, I think the one concern is that they can't uh, get that extension done with Quinn and Williams, who's a big part of that defense, uh, if not defense itself, like he's the outfit defense. So that's a big concern. But, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers who's going to go out there and definitely throw a lot, and he's got guys to throw to. So yeah, even the bad teams, even the teams that we thought were going to be pretty bad in Green Bay turned out like 10 wins. So, yeah, you know? true. Yeah, the, the Jets have two games against the Dolphins, two games against the Bills and the Patriots. And those division games are always tough. Um, and they, you know, might be the second or third best team in that division. Um, and then they've got out of division games versus the Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Eagles, um, the Chargers, the Raiders. I, I could see it being under, but I, you know, seven losses is a lot to try to put on Aaron Rodgers. Right, right. Yeah. That's that's the only reason why. Um, any other uh, schedule nuggets or uh, points that you guys have for the NFL schedule release? Yeah, our buy is until week 13, so we got the buy that voted who won. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, nice. Um, Bernie, uh, the last four games, only one of them is a conference game for us, and it's the last game of the season against the, the Cardinals. Um, but it's Eagles, Titans, Steelers, and the Cardinals, which I think is interesting. And our, the game I'm most worried about would be probably the Bengals, Bengals, Niners, both times, and the Eagles. Yeah, those are definitely the bigger, the bigger rosters. Um, sorry, are you gonna say something else? Nope. No. No. American what Idol. That? Oh, hey, man. So, <laughs> I was watching last night. That's probably the first live one I've watched. Uh, but uh, there was the, the guy that lost last night was too funny. Because he seems, he see, his story, although very, you know, pulling at the heartstrings, seemed very, uh, he seems very ungenuine in who he was. So, like, all through the show, they don't mention it. And now that he's in the top five trying to get to the top three, he finally be like, well, I'm going to do this for my brother who's back at me. Zachariah Smith. <laughs> he's, at, he's autistic. He's that felt me. that <laughs> felt like a, a vote grab because I had not heard See? that before. I don't know if that right. was mentioned before. But I definitely heard it last night when he was like, I really right. want to do this for my brother who is for autistic, is on the spectrum. He can't make it. He's the only one in my family that comes. He, he can't, he doesn't talk, he doesn't walk, you know, so he can't make it out to see me. And he's been a big part of my life. And then his mom's like, oh, they love each other. So I was like, yeah, but hey, I mean, hey, I love the story. He just seemed really like in genuine. Like, if there was, it felt like it was for the show. Like, yeah. Right. Like a latch right. ditch effort to yeah. vote for me, please. He's like, I just need he, to get 5,000 right. more votes. <laughs> he also <laughs> seems, he also seems like that guy that when you're in a competition like this, He's the one spreading all the rumors about other people and trying oh, to get ahead yeah, like some way. Little fingering, yeah. trying to get to yeah, the top yeah, three. Exactly. That's so good. Little, yeah, exactly. That's exactly who he felt like. And 
it's too fun. So, Who else is in uh, the uh, is in the top three with uh, Ian? Uh the the little waitress girl, the twenty one year old. Uh, she made it, and then the other two country singers, which is suspect again because um, the list of country singers uh, that have won American Idol is so lengthy that it does seem like a country uh, music competition. But the the other country singer, I don't know his name, but uh, he was actually pretty good. He was actually pretty good. And then the the girl I said she's a uh, I don't know she was she watched it in the show after watching Tony Wynn, another country singer. She was uh, I found the other girl, I'm pronouncing her name myself, Way Ani. Uh, I've seen her on TikTok. That's where I found her. I found her like on TikTok like a year ago before she jumped on American um, Idol. She's like a singer. Like she's really good. Um, she's, I mean, she's unique too. That. If you hear her speaking voice, it's it nothing sounds like, like this. Her exactly. Yo, she speaks like Macy Gray. Right, she, right. She doesn't sing like Macy Gray. Things she like sings Whitney like, Houston. Yeah, no. she sings Whoa. like real deep, strong. Because she can also sing in either voice and speak in either voice, which, I mean, that's crazy control. But uh, I thought she, she just I rests. thought, yeah. Her talking I, voice I thought is maybe, like a resting. <clears throat> I thought, <laughs> I thought maybe she was gonna uh, move ahead because she's like a like um she's she was already like I think recording music before yeah uh, not on yeah. the scale she wanted to but uh, she's really good like she's good so that was that was tough so Wayani and Zachariah Smith were eliminated. The top three singers right. are moving on to the finale after Sunday's public voting are Colin Stoff. Um, from Megan Mississippi, Danielle. Megan Danielle of Georgia, and Ian Tony of Hawaii. It's gonna um, be hard to beat, man. He, he he won America's Heart from the audition. Is he is he the front runner? I believe so. Yeah. Does, I mean, a, does America? You seen Miss Incredible Katy Perry? You seen that shit? Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what? That was just not. <laughs> Anyways, uh, was dis- she was like, that was disturbing. She was like, uh, like you. She was pretty much giving the vibe like Em should win the whole fucking thing. She, right. she didn't say that about like anyone else. True. Yeah. She, she said, I, "Your name is Em, but every time I see it, I read it as I am the next American Idol." Yeah, that was crazy. And then Luke right. Bryan was like, "Damn, Katie, telling them the plan already." Just like right. she I mean, said, even it. Lionel Richie, Lionel Richie was like, "Yeah, I mean, you know." You're singing about dreams. Well, your dream has come true. So, okay. He's like, guys, this like, isn't the, the championship right. yet. <laughs> you still have another it was like two white people, like, too. It's two white people versus him. Right? No, no. If we're going off that, he wins. If we're going off of, yeah. Let's look at the climate right Public now, relations. man. Yeah. They're down with the brown. I mean, the thing for I'm so glad about it, though. Like if he doesn't win, like even if he had lost last night, I think uh, his career is pretty much set. Someone's gonna yeah. sign him. He can have a, he can have definitely a dope career, but I do think he's a front runner, just off of like, uh, I mean, he had America crying his audition, mm-hmm. and then he had them crying again when his guitar broke, and none of it seems like 
you know, it's not staged. It's all, it's yeah. all genuine. I mean, it some is. of those like look away shots in the Disney B rolls definitely are like, staged when they're like, oh, yeah, they're yeah. Him, here, look, it's yeah. the Mark Twain boats. Can you say yeah. this is the Mark Twain boat? This is the first. This is the dude's first time right. at Disneyland. He don't know what the I fuck did. the Mark Twain boat is. But you cut to him, and he's like, "Oh, the Mark Twain boat." And then him and his mom are on the boat. I was like, "Oh, that was a plant." But it, it is good to see him taking advantage of these opportunities, getting these things. Not like taking advantage, but these opportunities being presented to him, and his yeah, you know definitely. love for the singing shine through. And it definitely, definitely. doesn't feel staged. Like yeah. a lot of the other, you know, production does. I I, I like it. I like his chances. Uh, Mike, as the American Idol expert, the person who's okay. watched the most American Idol, yes, sir. Show, what does EM need to do to solidify a championship in the finale? To hmm. I was thinking about this myself, and honestly, I hope I don't know how they'll like what songs they'll like. There's usually a theme of like each episode, right? So like last time, last night was Disney songs, right, or songs that appeared in Disney films. Um, I'm not sure if they'll do a theme for the the finale, but if he comes up with a song, uh, shit, honestly, the I feel like he's like that brother is reincarnate. <laughs> so yeah. um maybe he already did that melody, right? The somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah. I think for the judges selection week. Um maybe just another or maybe like a song that you wouldn't expect to sound good in his way of singing. You, you know how we were saying earlier like Polify. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Polify a song that everyone loves. Ooh, maybe like Addie's How Deep Is Your Love. Oh, that one's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Addie's version. He could just do that. Like, because it's already a. Yeah. It's a Bee Gees cover. Yeah, it's a Bee Gees cover. Um, I think that'd be fun. I, I think he's locked in, though. Like, plus, I feel like Polynesian, the only ones voting. <laughs> like oh, they like really, total. <laughs> they spam that voting tough. You right. get ten votes, and they're using every single one of them. Right. Take that A A N H P I one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. If they do the finale during this month, Ooh, it's a lot. It's a lock. It's a lock. Let's go, Ian. I could. I wouldn't mind hearing them do Monsters live again. Ooh, that would be, be a good with the whole band. Back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, James Blunt comes on right at the end. That'd be dope. <laughs> Get the yeah, fuck off. Dope. Get the fuck off. You're ruining it. <laughs> oh, dude, you can actually go through like uh, Molly's catalog because they do a lot of remakes of uh, popular songs. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to Molly who's playing out in Portland tonight. Yeah. Oh, last night. Sorry, last night. Nice. So. Yeah, maybe uh, I'd be down for him to do a a Fiji song, a yeah. like like a very like one that's not like super popular but still like a hit. Maybe yeah. um, So Safina. Like, I like that one. Oh maybe it's man! Maybe if he started playing mm-hmm. that, if he starts playing So Safina on his guitar, bro, that's Polynesian. That's gonna be a Polynesian moment in yeah. history. 
when American Idol season finale starts playing. Oh man, that that'd be great. Uh, is it is it only one song or can they do a montage of a I think couple different a, songs? I think they got a couple performances. Uh, they yeah. do like one. Each of them do a song, and then they'll be like, and the top two are, and then one of them will leave, and then those two will do another song, and then and then the winner will do a third song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they got to do two last night. Though the win, and then the winner does a celebration performance. Yeah. Nice. Um, you know what I need him to sing? Ship so he come in the Ooh, ship so. <laughs> In the, in the in the American Idol finale, are they on stage at the same time, or do they do their final performance by themselves? Like this, is not like a battle, like a battle. No, nah, it's not a battle. No, okay. but no, they are like that's the voice. next to each other. Yeah. It's like hanging out, usually like on a couch or something, while the other one's going. That's exciting. Is a uh, is this is? Do you guys know if the finale is this coming Sunday or? I know they took a week off. Um, for the last for last week, I don't know. Was that part of the writers' strike? Is <laughs> hope uh, not. It's supposed to be reality TV. It's what, are you, uh, what, are what are you writing? What are you writing? <laughs> Ryan Seacrest lines. Um, yeah, let, let's find out when the American Idol finale is, so we're actually getting on and putting in those votes. Um, and it's the it's playing live. Uh, when it plays on the East Coast. So, so it's not delayed three hours. So instead of eight o'clock, you should be able to watch it at five um, on the West Coast, or if, if that's a special time, um, then it should be live coast to coast. Because I know the first episodes, it was down on at eight o'clock uh, on the East Coast and then eight o'clock also Pacific time. Yep, Sunday, <laughs> May 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay, so that's this Sunday. This Sunday on ABC at 5 p.m. Pacific, at 1 p.m. American Samoa time, at 2 p.m. Hawaii. What's the what's the difference? For Hawaii, yeah, in it's our three hours, right? For us, yeah, three. All right. So 1 p.m. Uh, American Samoa time, 2 p.m. Hawaiian local time, 5 p.m. Pacific. 8 p.m. Eastern this Sunday. Make sure you get on. You sign up for your American Idol freaking ABC family account. You get 10 votes there, uh, 10 votes through the text. And then I think there's another 10 votes through the app or something. Um, but you can vote up to 30 times total for Ian Tongi this Sunday. Make sure you get on <laughs> to do that. Um, uh, should we live watch that? Uh, That'd be dope. All right. Um, appreciate you guys uh, jumping on. I'm going to close out and go take care of the Wait, baby. wait. I was going to say, did you guys do the bouncer tails last week? We did. We did messy bouncer tails. We didn't do the de-escalation bouncer tails. <laughs> we did like okay. friends well, that don't call you back, moms yeah. that hang out at your dorm bar, and messy friends that are like, "Why did she take the guy I wanted?" Well, those uh, are the bouncer tails we did last week. Uh, gotcha. Friday, Friday, I had a girl come in with her dog. <laughs> so there's a there is the biggest label on the door. That says you can't have a dog in there without the papers uh, as a service dog. So she walked in. I was like, "Then you can't have your dog in here. You can't have your dog in here 
unless you have papers. You have papers to not see me. And she was like, well, I was in here last night uh, with my dog. I was like, that's fine. I'm working tonight. And per bar policy, I can't have you with the dog in here. So it was like, well, I was friends with the KJ from last night. That's great. I work with her. Can I see the papers, please? You know, common sense. She was like, I have the fucking papers. I was like, great. Can I see them? Uh-oh. Doing my best to be polite. And so she shows me this thing. It's just her, a picture, and the story of how her dog was trained to be an emotional support dog. So I was like, all right, look, I'm not going to try to ruin nobody's night. She showed you, know you a I mean? TikTok. <laughs> right. It's like, look, we trained. Okay. I was like, oh, so my, by this time, I'm like. Was it training certification or just a picture at the class that they dropped out of? Right. And so I'm like. I'm, Gotta watch so the I'm whole thing. I'm going to let her in. I was like, look, it's a $5 cover charge. I said, why didn't you just fucking believe me? I was like, are you going to pay the cover charge or would you like to go to another bar? She's, still, she's mouthing off. She gives me the five bucks. Her friend comes, grabs her. She starts to walk away. I'm sorry, all women. I apologize. But she goes, you just didn't have to be a fucking dick. I was like, well, you came in here being a bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I bet that got her like, titties in a twist. Oh, she stopped. She looked at me. I was like, man, it's two things are going to happen right now. I was like, you can keep walking with your friend and go sit down. Or I can open this door and you can walk 10 blocks to the next bar. Totally up to you. I'm not trying to fight with you. Don't want to argue with you. You can either have fun or you can go outside in the cold with your dog. And she was like, Damn, just, <laughs> we're just going to go sit down. Perfect. So this is the kicker. The whole night, this poor dog is laying under the table. Like, it's trying to sleep, but you're in a bar. It's karaoke. It's loud. There's horrible singing. There's good singing. You know what I mean? The dog and this girl is on the dance floor dancing. Just dancing like she didn't come with the dog. Like, so my bartender was like, look, I'm going to leave it up to you. I feel bad for the dog. I own the dog. I was like, yeah, so do we. I was like, she's just, is, is it cool? I was like, look, she's already in here. I'm not going to take her out because like, that's her dog too. Uh, If the dog like is somehow getting hurt, then you know what I mean? That's her fault, and she's a dumbass. But, I mean, totally the next time. So she walks out, and I told her, look, this is what's going to happen. The next time you come in here, I can't have you leave your dog in the tent like that. And you can't be on all the furniture in here, anything like that. Of course, it's like, it's not an argument. It's not up for it's not up for debate. Those are the rules you're going to have to abide by if you come back in here with your dog. And she just listen. She just, okay. <laughs> I was like, eh. I'm not coming back here. Now her dog needs an emotional support dog. (laughs) Came back the next night with her dog before I got there, by the way. Oh, Oh, she said, okay, fuck you. (laughs) I'm just going to get here before you show up. I run this bitch. I was like, people are so like, look, I'm not the bad guy here. Like, do do people come to your job and be like, look? (laughs) Oh, it's like, man. Let my dog in. Right, those are perfect situations where, I mean, as as a bouncer, as a doorman, security, anything, you do have the right to be a dick. You can be a dick if you wanted to. Like, there's a thousand and uh, one ways to to fuck her night up. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's not worth it. One, and I know you're just coming to have fun, but no, uh, make my job easy because I'm trying to have let you have a good night. Like, yeah, cut that shit off. Sorry, yeah, That's, right. I mean. 
if you make no exceptions, then you don't have to make no exceptions. Like that's true. The people that's are going to expect that, that you can do it a different day or with a different person. Just that's no dogs. Good. I'm sorry. Just how about you stay home? Mm-hmm. Uh, why, well, Mike? Did you have a, a bouncer tail? No, no. I was just. Uh... I was just wondering. I don't know what made me think about that. You ready for the the bouncer <laughs> no, tail? No, I I kind of did have a I kind of did have a bouncer tail, but oh, it's not, let's go. Not, hey. it's not it's not really a bouncer tail because this happened to me. It's like, a club tail. This happened to me two days ago. No, this happened in my backyard. Ooh. Uh, so like, there's a lot of tweakers that are in this area, and they're all over mm. Seattle. You guys got them too, Portland. Yeah. Um, yeah. My girlfriend's mom. She's like on the deck, and she's like. We have our backyard is like a like sticker bushes for a thousand feet, and it's, and it's like in a it's called like an estuary, so it's like a big ravine, and there's like a yeah, creek yeah. that runs through it. And my girlfriend's mom was like, "I hear someone walking down there," and we're like, "What?" And go listen. Yeah, we just hear crunch, crunch, fuck, shit, oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh hell no." I grab these like metal poles and I start banging them. I say, "You need to get the fuck out of here!" Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Did you like, see somebody? Did they leave? No, bro. He's like, "I can't turn around. I can't <laughs> turn around. It's all sticker bushes. Can you throw me a rope?" I said, "Fuck no!" I'm not gonna <laughs> throw I said, "You need to get the fuck out. Just turn your ass and go the opposite direction." And then he was like, "I can't, man." And then I was like, okay. I didn't hear him for a little bit. So I thought he turned around and went on. But then, like, I hear him again, and he's way closer. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I have a baseball bat in my hand. Mm-hmm. He, like, pops his head out of the bush. And he's like, you're not going to hit me with that, are you? I was like, I don't know. What the fuck are you doing in there? He's like, I thought it was a shortcut, man. I thought it was a shortcut. And his whole body is covered. He's wearing, like, a wife beater, jeans, but his whole arms, every piece of skin on him is covered in cuts, bro. Wow. He's like, I was, he was like, don't you think it's punishment enough what I just went through? <laughs> I was like, why do you want me? Don't make me try to feel bad for you, dog. You scared the fuck out of everybody over here. He's like, did you call the cops? I was like, yeah, I did. And I gra- I was like, here, take the bat. I'll help you out. He's like, you're not going to hit me, please. I, was like, I knew he was like kind of tweakish, you know? And I was like, Bro, just get out of here. I was like, man, I guess I guess we didn't call the cops. Yeah, right. I was like, empty your pockets right now. I'm gonna break break your legs. But uh, I was like, if I hit him in the head, then I'm gonna have an unconscious tweaker like in my backyard. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, okay. So I should just like be stern, but still be like a little nice, you know, show some humanity. Yeah, but also the humanity of being angry and shit. I was like, I called the cops, but I'll tell them you were Asian. (laughs) It's your month. (laughs) It was the white guy. And I was like, yeah, I'll tell him you were Asian. Just get gone, man. (laughs) Scurried off little white dude. Bro, that is scary. I mean, yeah, you talk about like wanting to be show humanity and stuff, but like also I feel like in the army as a security guard just like oh, that as someone shot. who's taken like right. gun classes the way that we're yeah. taught is to attack and defend and then you know worry about and it later protect but, yeah but i feel like no but i feel like that's also the, how we get into this like shoot first and 
became a shooting country is like even the training that we do like our security like armed security training they tell you bro blast these motherfuckers don't yeah like you want to go home shit like that they really they play up yeah. the like it's a dangerous situation and you gotta shoot or be shot and I'm like, curve oh. the bullet yeah <laughs> but i realized going through those trainings that it's a mindset like when you talk about officers that shoot quick it's that's the training the training is to to shoot and to attack um yeah bro, so good on you for for not whack-a-moling the shit out of oh this God, dude's face bro. when he popped out of the bushes bro that's scary as shit just i definitely would have had it ready though like ah. i was bro i had i had the bat in one hand and like some piece of a bed a bed frame in the other hand i was like i don't know what the fuck about to happen but i'm about to go full anime on your ass <laughs> you're not getting in here bro. Demon Man. Slayer. I'm glad you guys are safe and that uh that Amen. guy went away. Shit. Yes, <laughs> shout outs to defense classes. Uh yeah. Mike, do you have any uh any shout outs for this week? Um let's see. Not really. Shout out <laughs> to you. Shout out to you guys for providing an opportunity to speak my mind on sports and other poly happenings. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, glad to be back. Nice. Of course, any uh, any shout outs? For sure, man. Shout out to uh, the Emerald Perspective for uh, getting back on, man. I seen the had the episode, so that's dope. So it's good to, like you said, man, uh, having our voices out there. No matter how many of us are out there, doesn't matter. We can all be speaking about something. So uh, just for all of us to have, it's dope to have you guys uh, have the show back up and running again. Uh, yes, sir. Shout out again to the Pop Boys from uh, Poly Taken. You know, um, it was, it's, it's always good to have them on too. So uh, I was talking to Marcus today. Um, it they just have so many ideas. So uh, and nice. they're 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 growing pretty fast. It's what did they like? They said they tried the first time. They only had a certain amount of episodes, but now they're they they've hit the ground running. Um, and it's good to see. It's good to see. Uh, shout out also to uh, Chelsea Gray and the Las Vegas Aces. Chelsea Gray is family. So they're in preseason right now. Uh, the team is stacked. The Aces are stacked. So we're hoping for another WNBA championship this year uh, and another finals MVP from Chelsea. Uh, they just got back from Turkey, her and uh, her beautiful wife. Uh, T. Fessa Gray. So, shout out to the both of them. Hope to be in Vegas to catch a few of these games. Um, watch the Aces win something. Uh, also, shout out to the the first uh, negative comment that I got from uh, the story that Lance uploaded today about uh, <laughs> someone said, "You'll never understand because you don't know what oh. it is for a family to struggle, and you know we don't know what to do. So that's why we're running on like." Because I'm releasing our land. Right. I was like, okay, well, I mean, what else are you guys doing besides, like, does everybody work? It's like, no, leasing our, our, our store out, our, our building and our land out provides for us that we don't have to work. Obviously. Oh, sounds <laughs> good. That's oh, my point. Thank you. That's the point. I was just about to ask this girl. I was like, how many people in your household that don't work? Well, first, how many of you are there that are able to work and how many of you don't? Oh, man. Oh, you asked her to was, break was, it down? You had, well, give me a census. <laughs> no, I, I was going to it right. I was like, uh, can you fill this uh, 
fill this form out and turn it back into me, then I'll give you my response. But that's the mentality that, that we were talking about. Um, that's the exact mentality that we're talking about. Yeah. Instead of building something, you're like, right. well, I don't have to work so, if I lease my family, you know, right. land out. But what if they decide to leave? Then what? Now you have an empty building. And now you're just going to be looking for the next. Another tenant. Yeah, another tenant to come in. But instead of you going in there providing jobs for your family, y'all could run the store. Like, I mean, the families that have been running stores back home for years, they've proven it. It works. You keep it in the family. You have it running like that. It works. But again, are we are we just jaded, broke, non uh, building owning people? We're not capitalists. No, we're, <laughs> not yet. We're just we labor. Have... We're just labor. That's it. We're lazy as fuck. We don't, we don't have the fuck. capital to be capitalists. We're just laborers <laughs> right now. Now, look, I will say this. If her family that doesn't have to like work a nine to five or like work a store or anything is using that time to fulfill their passions and like maybe help around the community, maybe it is a good thing. Maybe it's not, not a total net. Oh, damn. You, you know? I do. You looked yeah, at her no. Instagram. I know who it is. I'm not even gonna call her out because I mean, I'm she's not living that her kidding. best life. Right. That's what their family do. I mean, uh, I'm not even gonna say what they do, but yeah, they're they're part of the problem back home, and so that's why it was ironic and funny to me that this person was uh, messaging me and, and then like, you know what I mean? Like, right, that this is exactly yeah. what we were talking. Damn. You are the people that You're like I wasn't even you. talking about you. You just fucking like you I like it's yeah. me. It's me. <laughs> just came inside the door. It's like, hey, I appreciate you talking shit about me and my family. It was like I did right. not address you. Like, I didn't address you well, personally. I was talking in general, but uh if the shoe fits. Yeah. <laughs> but shout out to yeah, shout out to them and shout, but shout out also to the people that are uh who listened and were just like Damn, you guys were talking about something that's exactly what's going on back home that we need to fix. You know, those guys that commented like that were cool. Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're also the people that want to help fix the problem. So I will say this. We do talk about a lot of stuff that happens back home and through it and like how things could be better and where we see the problems are. We just don't put them all on Instagram. We just started clipping and making content. So definitely right. go back through our episodes and go ahead and listen to ways we think life could be better in American Samoa and for our people mm-hmm. throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out you for taking these comments now. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, no, I, that's that's why we that's why we say things. So <laughs> at least people are talking about it, right? That's why we talk about it. So other people can talk about it. Yeah, definitely that's what, what the stuff we're talking about is not just like crazy off the wall stuff. It's definitely stuff we've no. lived and we talk to other people yeah. about. These are shared. It's not, uh, shared it's not no animosity towards nobody. We're not pinpointing out anybody or trying to be petty. Yeah, we make. Oh yeah, because, no, because we're funny as fuck. But I mean, uh, yeah, it's 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 so that everybody else can start the com- We start the conversation so you guys can talk about it and hopefully fix the problem. So. I like that. I do. If you have a negative, if you have anything to say negatively, I'll take that too. So that way we can sit down and discuss it and yeah. maybe I can help you or, you know what I mean, or call you up. One of the other. <laughs> Having that conversation and definitely bouncing these ideas and perspectives off of each other and other Polynesian specific islanders is something we want to encourage. So even if you have, 
you know, something you really disagree with us about, let us know, leave a comment or a message or an email. Um, yes. But definitely let's have this conversation and we can tell you where we're at or, you know, where we stand on certain points. You can tell right. us where you are and we can we can definitely talk through that. That's definitely something we should because, be doing, not only as a people, as a country, as, you know, as a species. Hell yeah. yeah, we support. We support foreign help, too. We are not foreign. We what? I said we support foreign help. We're not Florida. Okay. We're not all about just kicking people out. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to have to talk more about Florida's the you know the immigration checking for the workers that they're doing and how a lot of the construction sites are very right. empty right to, now. I'm about to apply for a construction job in Florida and ask for fifty dollars an hour. Yo, you yeah, definitely yeah. If you're a, a contractor or somebody working in Florida, there are a bunch of people whose projects have hit a snag, and you better start making some demands as a worker, as yep. a laborer. Definitely do that. Farms, construction, um, hotels, Ooh, yep. any service one. industry. Yeah, any service industry that needed to pay people bad to get their work done is wide open right now so those jobs go for it talk about how immigrants are taking your jobs here are those jobs right back to you take them back <laughs> go ahead and take care of those other states are gonna definitely use that labor and accept those work taxes um yeah fuck ron DeSantis. uh shout out shout out to force for taking those comments shout out to mike welcome back uh Thank you guys for, for coming on and sharing your perspective. Uh, shout out to Stuart Jennings um, for not only that Stu Mike episode uh, that the Emerald Perspective just dropped, but for that 30-minute solo episode uh, before. Yeah. Fucking, yo, respect for being able to do that. I could not. It's hard. It's hard. So I did one. Yeah, I remember that. Talking to yourself is the worst thing. I think I said know what i'm saying like how's it done you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey yeah that's and to get through almost 30 minutes of that and to talk through a bunch of different things uh people are listening i was i was listening so definitely you guys keep doing that Stu, keep it up everybody else that's trying to put out their art trying to put out their production or you know what they want keep it up keep doing it it's there's an audience for it you're going to find your people. People are going to find it and benefit from it. So make sure to keep pushing your light and sharing uh, your energy and, and your love into these spaces. Uh, but for everybody that's that's doing that for you guys, very much appreciate that. Um, shout out to all the moms uh, This from this past Mother's Ooh. Day. Um, making babies for using your body to to create human life and then for putting up with their shit after for all these years um yeah definitely shout out to all the moms right. uh, uh, i heard the other day uh we were talking and someone was like damn what do you guys think from mother's day and i heard someone said shit about to make somebody a mother <laughs> about to bless somebody <laughs> for next year <laughs> i said i don't think that's what he meant but okay but, hey, yeah. shout out to Sammy. Happy Mother's Day, Sammy. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, big shout out to, to Sammy for giving us Nora Jean Osolulu Follis home. The Amen. little Norasaurus monster. She over here Norsaurus. breaking shit down. Love to see it. She's growing. She's fighting. She's 
<clears throat> yeah. Um, Father, it's fun. Appreciate you guys being on. Thank you to everybody for listening. That is our episode for this week. Tune in next week where we plan to talk about more sports, pop culture, anything that's happening and going on. Leave us a message, Balinesian at gmail.com or at Balinesian on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Stay hydrated. Stay blessed. Stay balling. Love and light. Peace. Peace out.